This program is brought to you by Pussy Magnets. Put a ninja on your friends with a Pussy Magnet. Oh, hey! Welcome, 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 my lovely lumps. Or should I say lovely labs? I don't know, they're both good. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to have you here in the Labia Lounge to yarn about all things sexuality, womanhood, holistic health, and everything in between. Your legs. <laughs> oh, cringe. I couldn't help myself. Anyway, I am your host, Freya Graff, and I am a holistic sex coach and educator and yoni mapping therapist. So basically, I make my living massaging vaginas and teaching people about sex. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> so as you can imagine, we are going to have vag loads of real chats with real people about real shit. So buckle up, you're about to receive the sex ed that you never had and have a bloody good laugh while you're at it. Before we get stuck in, though, I would like to respectfully acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this podcast, the Manang people. It's an absolute privilege to be living and creating dope podcast content on Noongar country, and I pay respect to their elders past, present, and emerging. Now, if y'all are ready, let's flap and do this. Oh, is there such thing as having too many vagina jokes in the one intro? Whatever. I'm leaving it in. It's my podcast. Don't panic, you're not broken. Your sex education was a piece of shit. Get your flaps out and pull the couch. It's the Lavia Lounge. What's up, you absolute babes? Thank you for tuning in to my brand new potty, The Labia Lounge. I super appreciate your support and I'm already loving having you here in the lounge. I wanted to kick things off up in here with a little intro epi about my vision for this podcast and a bit about my background and how I came to be where I am today, hosting a podcast with the word labia in the title. I mean, killing it. (laughs) So here's the rundown. There will be a combo of interviewee type episodes that are really educational and informative with experts in different fields. There'll also be longer form conversational episodes with lots of storytelling, personal anecdotes, and thought-provoking dialogue with cool cats about real life shit that you'll hopefully find relatable and validating. And then there'll also be some solo episodes here and there where I explore topics that I nerd out on, and hopefully you'll join me nerding out on, and answer questions from my audience, which, you know, by that I mean you lot. So kind of like a Q&A style episode that will be sprinkled throughout, as well as solo epis called Yoni Yarns, where I read out stories and anecdotes from listeners. So it's going to it's gonna always be a mixture of educational and conversationals because I've, I find I get heaps of value and I learn a lot from stories and conversations as well as, you know, the actual info-based stuff and I want to really provide a mixture of those because that's my jam. So 
My intention with the Labia Lounge is to demystify and destigmatize, empower and educate, laugh and get vulnerable while helping dismantle the shame around genitals, pleasure and being a sexual woman through juicy conversations with amazing people and explorations of topics that are not so commonly talked about. It is a judgment and shame-free space that aims to normalize the aspects of being a human that we often feel alone in or too afraid to speak about and reassure you that you are not fucking broken. You're just not. I can I can tell you that right now and hopefully listening to this podcast will continue to reinforce that knowledge that you're not broken. I see all the time the ongoing damage that is done by cultural taboo and stigma, making certain topics off limits or shameful and therefore alienating and isolating even further the people who are struggling in these areas. The complex and disempowering layers of shame, trauma, mixed messaging, toxic conditioning and misinformation that pervades our society when it comes to sexuality, bodies, genitals and femininity is quite frankly fucking us up hard and it perpetuates an environment where we don't feel comfortable to talk openly about these things and therefore don't get the opportunity to learn from our peers, to hear about others' experiences and realize we're not alone, to seek support, swap notes, continue to grow and evolve as sexually empowered and informed people. I really believe that normalizing talking about this shit is one of the most powerful ways to start liberating ourselves from these outdated social norms where anything to do with periods, sex or genitals is like hush-hush and shrouded in shame and disdain. And I want to acknowledge like there is already a big shift happening in this space. Thank God. And the work that I do in the world and now this podcast are my small ways of contributing to this shift. And if you want to contribute to this change too, well, listening to this podcast is the first place in the first place is pretty a pretty great start. And if you can allow this to inspire you to have more conversation and an open dialogue surrounding these once taboo topics, or if you can share an episode, leave a review, or spread the word about the Labia Lounge to your friends, then that's a super valuable action that you can take to help, you know, that shift in our cultural narrative build momentum. So, I can feel myself getting a little a little bit wordy and soapboxy up in here, so I'm going to tell you a bit about my journey and why I'm now so bloody passionate about all of this biz that I'm preaching to you about, um, and then you can get stuck into the, the potty. So I made my way through my teens and early 20s with a pretty sizable chunk of trauma Conditioning and shame around my sexuality and my body. I was cripplingly self-conscious. I was terrified of genitals, repulsed by them even, and super disconnected to my body and sensual identity. I was afraid to express myself in the bedroom. I was totally clueless about how to actually enjoy myself in there and way too ashamed and awkward about anything to do with pleasure or sex to find it you know, rewarding or satisfying. I couldn't be naked around myself, let alone a partner, no matter how long we'd been together. And the list of things that I wouldn't do sexually was so long that it left us with basically nothing left to do. And and even the things I did do were still 
you know, they, they weren't comfortable for me. So I had all these limiting beliefs and attitudes about sex and how, oh, like for example, how, you know, giving head or doing doggy style was degrading and disempowering for the woman. So I refused to go there. And I was so embarrassed about my body, like, oh, my teeny mozzie bite boobs and my relentlessly thick and dark body hair were the bane of my existence back then. Um, and you know, that meant that I wouldn't let partners touch me on the chest or the vulva because I was so self-conscious and self-loathing. So that meant that I would insist on skipping straight to penetrative sex to avoid foreplay and, you know, them actually touching those parts of me that I felt so ashamed of. So straight to D and V, you can imagine my um, sort of pleasure potential wasn't where it could be, skipping all of the good shit. Um, and then, then there was my fear and revulsion when it came to genitals. I was grossed out by my own genitals, never touching them or self-pleasuring, and I was shit scared of cock. You know, if one got near my face or there was the impending possibility of sucking one, I'd feel my body go into a hot, shaky sweat and I'd feel like I was going to burst into tears. So I avoided that for years too. And I mean, this is all just to kind of show you that this shit was hard for me. And I had a lot of layers to work through and shed in order to heal my relationship to sexuality and my body. But fast forward to now, having made this stuff my whole career and a huge passion of mine, I cannot fucking believe how far I've come. Pat on the back, pat on the back. And and yeah, like eventually after lots of other personal development work and reading a cunt load of books about sex and trauma and doing a lot of self-helpy stuff, I did finally feel ready to tackle this realm of sexuality. And so I dove into the world of Tantra, sacred sexuality, body work and self-love and care practices. And I attended countless workshops and trainings and retreats in these areas that have been super powerful for me along my journey and, and where so much healing happened. And I feel so proud of myself and, and also so inspired and excited to help others overcome their own stuff around all of this because I know how horribly challenging and stunting and miserable it can be being stuck like I was and how liberating and life-changing it is to deal with it and to start to feel deeper self-love and compassion, sexual empowerment and self-confidence and like an overall sense of comfort and competency in that space of sex and like relating communication and self-knowledge, self-connection and sexual expression. It's like, it's just been a game changer for me. And I want to help support other people to experience this freedom and joy um, around that as well, which is why I do the work that I do as a holistic sex educator and coach and with my work in yoni mapping therapy as well. And then, you know, that, that underlies my intention and my vision for this podcast, obviously. So, I'm pretty stoked with, you know, how everything's gone. I, th I think my my career path now, I feel, is the titty bomb bitties and it's so rewarding and fulfilling. And now that I've started a podcast and I can, you know, I can sort of count on at least one or two of you being <laughs> a captive audience for me to wheel out all of my like sex positive, body positive ideas and educational pieces, I couldn't be more wrapped. That is my dream job description, just getting to talk to cool cats about cool shit and yeah, just go there.
So anyway, before I wrap up this intro epi and we get stuck into the the real chunky content, I'd love to just chuck in a couple of disclaimers. As you might have noticed, I swear a bit. Um and this podcast will be explicit. <laughs> if that's not your jam, that is okay. Um, here's your fair warning. And also, if you're a parent of Lockie, my partner, or I listening to this now, well, proceed at your own caution. <laughs> there will be personal stories galore and I'm not censoring myself. This is one of the only places I get to actually say whatever the fuck I want without some bullshit algorithmic backlash like constantly hovering. <laughs> um, and then another thing I want to flag is I'm not perfect and I don't pretend to be, nor do I think we should be putting perfection on a pedestal like we do. It's just dehumanizing. Um, and I've never made a podcast. So I'm still new to the public speaking on the record thing. And I have no doubt I'll make fuck ups, potentially offend some people or just generally have brain farts while recording <laughs> that will not be in line with your average polished and professional recording. And I'm cool with that. And I'd love it if you were too. Um, if I do offend you or if you have feedback for me as I fudge my way through this process of creating my first podcast, please get in touch because I'm so open to hearing what you have to say as long as it's with love and deliver gently because I can assure you I never have any intention of offending, alienating or doing wrong by any person or group of people. And I have no malice in me, you know, I'm doing my best. So if you think I could do better in some way, then totally let me know, but let me know with compassion. I'm human too. Um, and on that, like a little personal anecdote, I, I remember being in bands performing as a singer for the first time, like years ago with no musical background or experience. And sometimes I'd fuck up or I would be sick and have a scratchy throat and lose my voice a little bit before the gig. So I would you know, I'd like flag that to the audience. I'd tell them and acknowledge this to kind of like let them in on where I was at. Um, but like other musos or my bandmates would tell me that I shouldn't do this because it makes the audience feel uncomfortable for me and have less of a good time as a result. And I kind of get this. Like I, I definitely have felt that I call it an empathy boner, it's like stabbing into me when watching someone else flounder up on stage or, you know, you've, you've just got that feeling of just so much empathy that it hurts because you feel so much, oh, my God, that poor thing, that must be so awkward and, you know, I, I get it. But I also kind of reject that whole fake it till you make it attitude that you should just pretend everything is peachy for the sake of keeping other people comfortable. I feel like in this case, I'm going to be transparent about not having it all figured out and, you know, being vulnerable to fucking up sometimes. And I'd like to involve you all in that journey, um, my journey, and let you in on my process because... I want to humanize all of us and myself and hopefully rather than being uncomfortable with my imperfection or flaws or bloopers um, or faux pas, more likely, <laughs> you'll actually find it more relatable and enjoy the realness of it as you come along for the ride with me because I'm going to be growing and evolving as I go along with this podcast too. Um, 
And yeah, I just feel like perfectionism makes other people feel not good enough in comparison. Um, And I'm a bit lazy, so I can't be bothered editing my episodes until they're super, super polished and there's like zero stumbles or whatever. So (laughs) yeah, fuck that off. (laughs) And lastly, I just want to say... A huge thank you to Simon Gillett, who created the amazing cover art for the Labia Lounge for me, and Max Sabatini, who made all these insane, hilarious jingles and sound bites that has just like leveled up this potty in a big way and made it so fun to edit. Um, and I'm still barely able to, I'm just learning how to edit. It's, um, it's pretty painstaking. So anything that can make that a bit more rewarding and fun is so appreciated. Um, so you can look forward to segments like get pregnant and die. Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have, don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it. Promise. And TMI, we love it. And throughout each episode, uh, also listen out for a real and raw moment of pure vag life vibes. Yeah, I can't help but pop in a little. So I'll put Simon and Max's details in the show notes in case you happen to want a jingle made or something musical done, Max is your guy, um, or some kind of art done because Simon is a fucking freak and these cats are just like so talented and awesome to work with um, and I want to acknowledge their support and their help and, um, yeah, just plug them. But uh, anyway, anyway, labial legends, that is it for now. Please enjoy wrapping your ears and your flaps around the other episodes of the Labia Lounge. And if you, you know, like I said earlier, if you want to be a true body positive, sex positive feminism activist, then the most impactful and powerful action you can possibly take right now is in my opinion, to subscribe to this body or share it with your pals um, or write a review on iTunes to help me spread the Lab Lounge love. Bye.